Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021, and this is day 1333 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you and honor you uh, with a whole heart. Um, There is none like you, and I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you uh, will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is entering into your blessing. Entering into your blessing. And that blessing can be a number of things, but it's, I'm looking at it as something that God told you that he was going to do for you or use you to accomplish, to do uh, a ministry, a business, uh, whatever that is. But for some reason, it's as if all hell is breaking loose against you before this even happens. And, and it could possibly even make you doubt it can possibly make you question whether or not this is what God called you to do. I'm going to be coming out of Luke chapter 19, verses 28 through 34, possibly longer. I may go further, just kind of letting the Holy Spirit lead, of course. So let's go to Luke chapter 19, starting at verse 28. And it says, after Jesus had said this, he went and and so uh, it was a parable that he had shared with them about um, the king's ten servants and uh, what happened to them. So after he had said this to them, sharing this with the people, his disciples, uh, it it says he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached uh, Bethphage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples saying to them, go to the village ahead of you. And as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Say the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, The Lord needs it. And it says they brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread out their cloaks on the road. And they were doing this in honor of Jesus just before um, he was going to be crucified. And all of these people were, most of them, I'll say, there was some in the group that were questioning why and 
you know, there's a problem here. And um, anyway, and Jesus told them in verse 40, he says, I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out because the crowd was glorifying him. And these same people, many of them, will Will, will turn would turn their backs against him just as he is getting ready to be crucified. They were waving palm branches. They were laying their coats out as he rode through on the donkey as it had been prophesied that he would do. And uh, so there's a couple of things here just before just as Jesus told his disciples to go get the cult that had not been read, I mean, written before. And, and he let them know, you're going to, if you encounter opposition, which <laughs> you are going to encounter opposition when God is ready to bless you, the same thing happened to him, to Jesus. As he was preparing to go to the cross, he was rejected by all of those, uh, just about all of them, except for one disciple, John, was there at the cross, and the women, Mary, his mother, and others, and, and uh, um, Mary Magdalene. But all his disciples, his inner circle, they were hiding. One of them denied him, that he even knew him. Three times he denied him. And... Just before entering our blessing, many times it, it seems as though this isn't going to happen because look at what I'm dealing with. Look at what I'm going through. Why is all this happening? So point number one, have you ever approached a location and the reception was not as you imagined? And, and this is a location that you were instructed by God to go to to experience something uh, that you'd been praying for that, that was going to, you know, like as if at that very moment, this is where it was going to be accomplished, right? <laughs> and you get to the location, the reception was not as you imagined or expected. Many of you have received visions and, and revelations uh, from God and was very excited and hyped and hopeful by by what you saw. You knew it was from the Lord because it lines up with your gifts and your passion and your your God-given purpose. So what does that mean when the welcome wagon doesn't come out singing and dancing, ushering you in with love and, and a joyful heart along with gifts to help you get started? You know, everything you need just laid out before you. Why aren't things laid out on a silver platter? Hmm. I wonder why, right? I often wondered this. <laughs> and until after the 40 years of serving the Lord and uh, going through many of these types of things and trials and tribulations and nothing as, as I saw it, 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 nothing happens, I should say, as I saw it exactly, all I saw was more the end result. I didn't see everything that happened before getting there. So let's just um, take a look at uh, 
what some others went through in the Bible just before entering their blessing. We saw what Jesus went through. We saw what his disciples went through just to get the donkey, the colt, to prepare the way. But Jesus let them know. If they ask you why, reply, the Lord needs it. So, Abraham. Oh my gosh, Abraham was a mighty man of God. And God called him out and told him to leave his family, everything that he knew, everything he was familiar with. And, and I'm going to take you to another place. And, and so he left everything. And he took his nephew Lot with him. His brother had passed away, Abraham's brother, which was Lot's father. And so Abraham was like a father to Lot. He took his wife with him. They encountered so many different things, even to the point of Abraham nearly being killed because when he encountered a king, he wanted his wife because she was so beautiful and and uh, Abraham at that time was Abram and, and Sarah was Sarai. Um, he said, she's my sister because he felt like they were going to kill him and they would have. And really, he she was his wife, but, but he didn't really tell a total lie. I mean, she was his part of his family line uh, and... So the king found out and said, man, what are you trying to do? You trying to get me killed, you know, by saying this is your sister and it's your wife. And he nearly died that day as he's going through this journey. And God said, I'm going to make you father of many nations. And and then uh, here he's waiting on a son. He's thinking, I'm going to have many offspring to make me the father of many nations. Wouldn't you think that? <laughs> I'm going to have lots of children. He was childless. He and his wife, for many years, they were like 100. And the wife, Sarah, 99, when they had their first child, that was just unheard of back in those days and even now. To have a child at that age? And he has the child. And, and, and that's got to be just such a blessing and miracle. And then later in his life, as he got older, God tells him to take his son up and, uh, you know, he's going to he's going to sacrifice him there. And and Abraham took his son up to where God said to take him. And 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 his son was like a big boy by then, you know, 12, 13. And Abraham also left the other servants behind that were with him. And uh, he went on the rest of the way and laid his son on the altar. And God said, there is a ram in the thicket. Get him. Because Abraham thought, you know what? God will make a way. He said, he knows God will provide himself a sacrifice. And he trusted God so much. And after that, after he sacrificed the ram, God said, or at that point, God said, now I know you love me. God will allow us to go through things. And as we are entering that blessing that he has for us, 
that journey. <laughs> you know, there is a middle passage along the way to getting to the end of that thing. Also, when God used Moses to deliver the Israelites uh, out of slavery, bondage, oppression, millions of them, and uh, from the evil king Pharaoh, and, and Moses transitioned throughout the process. He went from not feeling confident in who he was and not feeling like he could speak well enough. And, and God made concessions along the way and said, take your brother Aaron with you, but I'm going to speak directly to you and you speak to your brother. And then later, as we see, as he approached the king over and over and plagues were brought up on the king and the Egyptians over and over again, Moses began to be the one speaking. Moses got bolder and bolder and bolder and more and more courageous. And God gave him a rod. That's what he used. And that, and that was it. You know, I mean, he put his hand in his in his coat and it, and it came out leprous. He put it back and it came out clean, which was a great, great miracle. So God uses less. <laughs> than we think to get it accomplished, to get the assignment or the job or the purpose accomplished. He uses far less than what we would even imagine. And then came the great deliverance. Oh man, could you imagine how happy the people were when the the very fi final plague, when the oldest of every male child of every body in that uh, village or town of the Egyptians died, even the oldest animal, and they all died and the people were just devastated. And at that point, they wanted the Israelites out, get out of here, leave, take whatever you want. And God had prepared them and said, be ready to go quickly. Don't even wait on the bread to rise. Leave quickly. You're going to cook unleavened bread is going to not have yeast in it. That's how quickly you're going to have to move. And so they all left, all the Israelites, two million plus of them. And they had to be like, okay, this is it. And then all of a sudden they encounter this Red Sea. How on earth are we going to get from here to the other side? And by that time, Pharaoh and his men had geared up and there they came to themselves and they're after Moses and the Israelites. And God said, use your rod that I blessed you with and it will part the sea. And he did it. And, and, the, and the waters rose up on each side of them like a wall and they crossed over on dry land. <laughs> How could that be? Only God, and they all crossed over, but but the Egyptians were right behind them, ready, Pharaoh and his evil, you know, the evil king and, and his men to kill Moses and the Israelites. And I can't even imagine what that felt like while you're lined up and you're crossing over and how that doesn't go fast. These are people with their animals, with their children, with their food, with all these things. They're crossing over and, and Pharaoh... And his men crossed over too. Well, they attempt, they began the crossing, and let's say, but they didn't make it to the other side. They drowned. 
as the Israelites crossed over as that last one crossed the threshold, the waters came back and Pharaoh and his army were drowned in the Red Sea and they died. And God told Moses, I did it this way so that I would get the glory. Woo, glory to God. I don't know what you're dealing with right now. I know I'm dealing with some of the same things. God has blessed me to do this wonderful ministry work, uh, transition zone, working with the youth. But we're now at a point where we need more financing. Uh, six months out before the one runs out and you, you know, typically a year out, you should be getting other grants coming through and writing them. And, and so far, three of them have shut the door <laughs> on us. The first uh, was the one that did the grant this time and the door was shut after they said three different times, you need this. And then they said, oh, we changed our mind. Uh, no, now you need this. You you can't do it that way. You got to do it this way. Did it that way. They said, no, nope, I'm sorry, you can't get it. No, nope, here's what you need to do. And then they still said, no, they shut the door. And it was a door that God shut. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. God is doing something great. And then there was another one, and I've been sharing this with you, and, and it was going to be more simple and quicker to receive, and it would help get us through the summer with the youth and I, and and I and I've written out this plan and it's like this is what you've given me God to do with with the youth to get them on their jobs and pay them a hundred a week and and do this and that opportunity at, after talking with the person that's over the grants and I was excited and she was too and and I said yeah this is a our nonprofit that we've been blessed with she said oh I'm sorry we don't give to nonprofits. I said, oh, I didn't see that anywhere on your application. She said, oh, no, we don't. And I thought, okay, second door shut. Then I was visiting my my ex-boss, who's my mentor, and uh, who has been such a support and and has helped tremendously as I've gone along this journey, uh, being a nonprofit and her being in this in this business of running nonprofits and doing grants and doing all those things has been, she's been such a blessing. She says, Jackie, here's someone I'm giving you to go to. And, and they helped us when we were in a, in, in the middle of the plague and, 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 uh, COVID is what she said. And, um, they blessed, basically, she didn't say they blessed us, but they, this is what I'm saying that this organization blessed them. And I was working uh, there at the time as well to help pay for things, uh, payroll and all those other things and uh, bless them with the funds to do that. And she said, you can use my name because I asked, I use your name? She says, yes, here's the person's name. You call them or you email them right away. And I did. I did. And and he responded yesterday. I, I sent him the email Friday and I just knew this one would come through. And he said, Oh, thank you for applying. But right now, we're focusing in only on this area uh, to help. And it's still helping with youth, but we're only putting all of our funding right there at this time, at least through 2022. And I said, okay, 
Thank you very much. I understand. And, and we're all working towards the same goal. <laughs> and you see, God has a way. And I'm still, he's given me something to do. And uh, it, it is just like that rod with Moses. And just like the donkey for Jesus, the, the, the colt, something so simple as you ride in to do, he's riding in to on this donkey to sacrifice his own life for all of us. And something that seemed so insignificant was very significant. And his disciples got to see how you will be denied but you just say the Lord needs it. You, you, for us, we do it in Jesus' name. We do it glorifying God. We do it in obedience. We do it for to show our love for God, and then God will get all the glory. Something as small as a rod to use, or something that seems insignificant. Well, God is giving me something, and I'll be sending out emails to everyone as God has given me to do this. And he's given me a link <laughs> for people to give to. Our website uh, will be done uh, by the by next week, and I'll be sharing more of that with you uh, for uh, the website uh, for Transition Zone. And there will be a link for people to give. And God said that is where your funding will come from. And if you're one that says, I want to give now, then go to GiveLify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y, GiveLify, and uh, choose Transition Zone, and you can sign up to give. He said the people, <laughs> individuals, will support your ministry, will support this endeavor, and they are going to be um, your team. You know, all the people that are going to give to make this happen. So pray. And if this is what God is giving you to do, then be obedient and do it. That's all I've got to say to you. And as, as you are going through <laughs> entering into your blessing as well, don't be discouraged. Don't let the obstacles stop you. Continue to press on and do what God said do. And you watch him show out unlike you could have ever imagined. I know many of you are right in the middle of it right now. He's He's got you. Okay, he's got all of us. We just must trust him all the way to the end. I love you all so much. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate. That is the ultimate. If you do nothing else, you, you accept Jesus as your Savior and Lord. Now, you will be with him for eternity. The opposite of that? would be hell for eternity. And that was not ever God's intention for any of us. All right, y'all, I love you very much. And may the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor 
and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, now, uh, please don't forget. <laughs> Listen, I got a little bit tripped up there because, yep, this journey is really quite amazing. <laughs> don't forget we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.